WTF, we're doing a podcast. I'm Nikki. And I'm Michelle. This is 50. Welcome to What the 50. Join us on our continued journey to simplify our lives. We will seek the answers from the experts and offer tips, tools, and techniques to live your life with confidence and joy. Are we ready? Let's go. So here we are in November, Michelle. It's a new month, Nikki. Can you believe it? We have one month left to the end of the, the year. I read something yesterday. Yeah, I read something yesterday. It was 54 days until Christmas. So it's, yeah, it's 50. Christmas is close, in other words. It's very close. And I've noticed that some stores are decorating and Christmas lights and decorations are out in the stores. So I think we should just have our early Christmas and just, you know, have a really enjoyable one. Yes, for sure. We have to start. Let's start decorating. Put up my tree very soon. So here we are in a new month. And this is a month in Jamaica that we dedicate to parents. It's Parents Month in Jamaica. It is also Adoption Awareness Month. Wow. And we're going to focus on parenting. And I have a quote here, Nikki, that I found. And it says, Parents can only give good advice or put them on the right paths, but the final forming of a person's character lies in their own hands. And that was said by Anne Frank. She was the Holocaust victim. She didn't have any children herself, but this was her, um, her, this, this was her thought. And I think it can apply to us as, as parents because we can lay the foundation for our children, but at the end of the day, that's the best we can do. It's, it's left up to them, right? Of course. And so today we're going to really see the foundation that we have laid because <laughs> here we're having our two sons on. Seeing that foundation. Right. So we are going to be having my son, Kaylin, on and my son, Zacho. So here we go. All righty. We have our sons. Yay. You think they look excited, Nikki? I think they're like kind of making fun of us though. No, I think they'd rather be somewhere else, but they're here. They're and here. We're, we're very thankful that both of you are here with us. For sure. So we're going to start off, first of all, since, you know, they're a little bit reluctant to start off with some fun stuff. Why not? Let's get to know them a little bit. So we have five questions we want to ask Kaylon and Zach. And I'm going to start off with the first one. And this is for Kaylon. If you could have one superpower, what would that be? Okay. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Kaylon, just as a little introduction for, for me. Um, and if I had one superpower, I think it would be flight, because I've always wanted to just be up in the clouds. All right. That sounds good. Zacho, what would your superpower be? Um, hi everyone, I'm Zako. Again, just the intro. But it would either be to read people's minds or invisibility. Okay. Why why invisibility, Zako? So I can just go see. I, can you imagine being invisible? You can you imagine how many things you'd you would hear about. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to eavesdrop on people. <laughs> right. Just sneak, just sneak up. I could sneak into so many like special meetings and do all of Okay. okay, sounds good. So the next question is, you know, the bane of my existence every day is to 
what to decide to cook for dinner. But anyway, right. if you could eat one food all the time, what would that food be? Go ahead, Kaylin. Oh, me first? Okay, I think that if I had to eat one food, it would probably be pasta because it's so versatile and you can do so many things with pasta. So hopefully I wouldn't get bored of it. Mm. Okay. Good I, I could manage. I could manage the pasta. Okay. I'd gain weight, but I'd manage the pasta. What about you, Zacho? Um, I would, it would have to be like a real Italian pizza every day. I would, I would have that. Okay. Yes. Okay. With different Sounds toppings like or just your cheese pizza? Just a regular margarita pizza. Okay. Oh. Every single day of life? Every single day. I love them. But like the real, the real good pizza. It's not like Domino's, like proper pizza. Oh, oh don't call it. Like me. you like the thin crust or <laughs> no the, um... Wait, Domino's isn't real pizza? Um, no, like real Italian, Italian pizza. Like you like the thin crust? No, I'm just kidding. No, um, I don't really like thin, thin crust because especially with Domino's, it feels more of like a snack. It doesn't fill you up. Oh, okay, okay. No, because he thinks but, you're talking about the Domino's thin okay, crust. Okay, no, okay. Got Not it. like the... Oh, like like crunchy that, crust? Yeah, like... Like crunchy. Italian thin crust. Whatever the Italians do. It's yeah, man. Italian. Italian. Okay, okay. As opposed okay. to the American thick crust. So we got to take a trip to Italy then. Yes. I'm there. Yes. I'm there. Okay. Can I go with you? Sure. Wow, that was a hesitant. That was a hesitant short. <laughs> the next question is: If you could trade places with anyone for a day, who would it be? You want to try that, Zach? Sure. Um, it would be between The Rock and Daniel Daniel Ricardo. The Rock, because I just want to see what his workout plan is like. Because I've always heard stories of it. I really want to see if it is as intense as it sounds. And Daniel Daniel Ricardo just because he just seems like he has a fun life. Who's That's Daniel? Who's Daniel Ricardo? I was gonna ask that too. Oh, he's a Formula One driver. Okay, cool. All right, so you don't want to be you want to be in his world for a day. Yes. Okay, that's pretty cool. Can I be with can I be there too? I'm I'm just <laughs> being in everything, eh? I'm just jumping into everything. What about you, Kaylon? Um I don't know. I feel like boring answer, but I feel like I want to be like Leonardo DiCaprio, just so I can feel his talent just run through my veins. I can actually picture that one. Okay. I can picture that one. That's a good answer. So, Zacho, start to you again. If you could be famous for one thing, what would that one thing be? It would have to be my architecture. Just because, you know, so many people, you can spot out like a painting by, by one particular person, right? Okay. Can imagine if somebody spots out your particular building, that would just feel amazing. Okay. So you, so you want to be the next Frank Lloyd Wright. That's the name, right? I, I guess. I've no uh, that's the only famous architect I could think of right now. <laughs> <laughs> what about you Kaylin? um i would like to be famous for being myself because you know if you're just famous for being yourself that's just cool like you just don't have to do anything like you just yourself like okay i'm not sure about that answer but okay 
It's not your answer. It's my answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lamish, what's the last question? The last one is, what is the one thing you don't know how to do and you wish you did? Kaylan? Speak Spanish. Oh, my God. No way. That's my own. Whoa. That's my own. Whoa. That's it's the really what, it's the, what the 50 connection. I'm saying. There you go. There you go. The what the 50 I, I, I wish I could speak Spanish, too. I wish I could speak Spanish, too. So I think you guys have to go to Spain next summer. I'll go to Spain. Sure. sure. Yeah, I'll go to Spain. Come on. Yeah. Okay. So, so now we got that, some, some fun answers to those fun questions. So now that you guys are warmed up, can you guys now tell us a little bit about yourselves so our listeners know about you? So, uh, uh, Kaylin is my son, and Zako is my son. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but- <laughs> Okay, so Kayla's going to go on. So just for a little bit of context as to who I am, I am... Kaylin? I am Kaylin. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for reminding me, Mom. Um, I am Kaylin. I am Nikki's son. Uh, I'm 16, almost 17. Uh... I want, you said, you said to say what I want to do, right? Right. Have a little about yourself and what you want to do when you grow up. I want to be an actor. Uh, that's been my dream. I want to be in like the production of movies and stuff like that. And what else was the other thing? And a little bit oh, about yourselves and you know, why and, you're not boring. And the projects that we have. Um, I currently have my own podcast. It's called Contemplations and it focuses on teenagers' perspectives on life currently. Okay. That's and Kaylin is my second son. I do have an older son, Max, who is also, well, not also, but who is in university. Who is significantly less cool. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on Zako, who is my second son as well. And in Jamaica, we refer to him as a wash belly because he's a younger of my two sons. My first son is JP and my second son is Zako and Zako is here with us and Zako will tell us a little bit, little bit about himself. All right. Over hey to guys. you. Hey guys. Um, I'm Michelle's son, the other half of what the 50. And <laughs> when I grow up, I want to be a civil engineer just because it dips into every aspect of engineering and I've always liked every aspect of engineering. So... I like to be a civil engineer. And right now, my projects... Well, I only have one project that is public right now. Oh. um, It is called Shop876, at Shop876 Limited on Instagram. And we are just basically... Just an Instagram story. Not really an online story because there's no website. But we just use Instagram as our website. So you can go onto the store. And the services we offer... We sell, obviously, and we buy. We can buy things off of you. We can source things for you, and we can sell things for you, and we take a commission off of the profits. Oh, sounds cool. I do have something for you to sell for me, Zako. <laughs> yeah, no problem, man. <laughs> I need to buy okay. shares. I need to buy shares in this company. Oh, you just want in and everything. Everything. I'm just jumping in. Yes, um, yes, Shop yes. 876 is not public. 
Oh, brother. Okay. Private sector. Okay. Okay. Before we start, we're going to do a very mom thing, right? We're going to pull a card and set the intentions for this podcast. Okay. okay. So last guest we had was Stacy Hines, and she actually made up these cards. So we actually got them. So I am going to push the pull the deck out. Kaylin, do you want to pull the deck of the cards? Pull a card. Pull a card. And let's read what the card is. I am centered and balanced. I find moments in each day to bring my mind, body, and soul back to the center of my being with the intention of creating balance and harmony. I love that. I love that too. And I, even though Kalen said it with a little bit of fun, he does do a lot of things to center himself and balance himself. Cause I think that that's important um, for teenagers. But, but, but we know that we know the key to life is balance, right? So and right now is important. And right now teenagers are going through so many things. Um, so that's kind of why we wanted to have you guys on because you know what, despite what um, you may think we are actually bo- very proud of both of you. And we do um, respect your advice and we respect really a lot what you have to say. And we know a lot of our viewers want to know what teenagers think and how to get a different perspective from them. And we certainly crave that perspective because we, I ask Zachary all the time, what do you think? And I'm sure it's the same for Kaylon. You know, you say, what do you think about so-and-so? Even if they're rolling their eyes. As they Zach often does, roll their still, eyes. Oh no, Zach rolls his eyes. But he still gives me that advice. Or right. he'll still send me a little note. Mom, why don't you do it this way or that way? And I really do appreciate those um, little tidbits. Because he has a whole, a fresh perspective, a different perspective. And one that I really do appreciate because I would probably not wouldn't have looked at it that way or thought of it that way and he allows me to think of it in you know in in a different way which is usually pretty good so I I publicly thank you Zach Um, but here we are to discuss you know what it is like being a teenager in 2021 it's so different from when we were teenagers and the, the, the issues are different and the joys are different and certain things remain the same but you know, we just love to hear your perspective on us on a couple of things. Okay. So for example, um, you know, us as parents, you guys support us in, in, in a lot of things, particularly with technology, social media. How can we support you? Like what we consider support, you may not consider that support. You may consider that hovering, annoying, helicoptering, helicoptering. What would you consider, Kaylon, if, you know, what do you consider mom's support? Do you think mom gives you too much, does not allow you to do what you want to do when you want to do it? Um, I would say that, I would say that there's definitely a lot of support coming from my parents. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of like, do whatever, like I've never been told which area I should study in or anything like that. Like there's, my future has never been out of my hands, which I'm very, very thankful for. Right. Um, 
in terms of support right now, I do feel as though there's um, a lot of support in the sense of boundaries and what I can and can't do, stuff like that. I don't know if that's what you mean by support, but that's yes. that's what I'm that's what I'm um, thinking. And whilst you know, as a teenager, sometimes I want to step out of those boundaries and do my own thing and like just be my just make my own decisions. Um, I do think that there are a lot of healthy boundaries, some that I some that I definitely disagree with, but I feel as but I've never felt unsupported or anything like that. Okay, so what is a boundary that you would disagree with? Well, um, I don't have one on the top of my head. Because you don't probably have a boundary that you disagree with. No, I definitely have boundaries that I disagree with. Um, <laughs> just like if there's if there's something if there's something that I that I disagree with, I'll let it be known that I disagree with it, but I won't not adhere to the boundary because I understand that it's um, not really my place to step outside of that. Boundary. But the good thing is you feel open enough to have a discussion about it, though. Yes, I do. I don't feel as though that's important. Yeah, I don't feel as though um, my concerns will will go completely unnoticed and not taken into account. And we do sometimes um, when they when the kids were younger, as a parent, we were very much if we said, um, no, you can't do this. As a parent, trust me, it's much easier to say, oh, my gosh, why did I say that? It's making it harder for me, um, you know, and then to change. And then we would never change it because we would we would want to stick to what we had said. But mm-hmm. as they grew older, when it's become a little bit more flexible, um, I think that we have become a little bit more flexible. So if, for instance, um they wanted to do something that we didn't agree with. And then Kaylin or Max came and said, well, you know, this is why I wanted to do this or not. I think that we have relented and we've discussed it and we've said, okay, I understand. Is that a fair comment to say? Yeah, I would say so. I think that a lot of times um, in terms of something like that, you, you and you and dad have an idea of, um, what is best for me and Max and you are like, you don't, you, how do I decide this? It's almost as if you really, really want what's best for us. And I, and I understand that, like, I get, I get where you're coming from. And so sometimes I feel as though it does get a little bit like you're pushing us in a certain direction Whereas like you want us to do this or like you want us to act this way or like whatever. Right. Because you feel you and dad feel as though that's what's best for us. But. And like, that's something that I, that's, I I would say that's something that I disagree with because I feel like I have to grow up and make my own mistakes and like learn and like have failures of my own. Like I'm never like, I, it's not, it's not like I, I'm not going to have failures. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Of course. But if, if I can jump in here, um, yes, you're going to have failures, as, as I tell Zachary sometimes. That's a part of life, and that's how you learn. But for us as parents, though, if it is that we can prevent you from having some of those failures just based on our own experience or what we see that's happening, 
We would we wouldn't want that to happen. We don't want you don't have to necessarily invent the wheel. A lot of things that you're gonna do at this stage, at another stage that we have done already, we have made mistakes already. But I agree with you, it's important for you to make your own mistakes so you can learn. But there's some cases that we would like to guide you so that you know you don't have to make those mistakes. We'll, we'll allow you to make other mistakes, but not necessarily those that we know don't have to happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and I guess as parents, just, we're just always in protective mode. Of course. That's the thing, but we're just always in protective mode. Um, but what do you think, Zach? Um, just based on Kaylin's situ situation specifically, or the original question? Well, the original question, I mean, in terms of, you know, in boundaries that I would set or dad would set. Okay. Um, well, firstly, I'd like to say that you guys have always been very supportive in anything I've done, even from karting. No one in the family has ever been seen a cart. And then, but you guys jumped in. You guys jumped into it and supported me the whole way and everything. Um, just everything I've done, you have always supported me. Every idea I've brought to you guys, you have always helped me build upon it or maybe take it down a notch to really make it um, reality and not just something that I'm just dreaming about. So I'd like to say thanks for that, first of all. You're welcome. And um, secondly, uh, yes, there are many boundaries, but I think you guys are not too strict in the fact that, you know, my friends will come over and they will stay and they can sleep over or whatever. And um, I can, you know, go out and whatever. So I don't think there's too many boundaries to the factors like holding me down or whatever. It's just the occasional regular parent boundaries, nothing too crazy, just, you know. And then... um. I would say sometimes uh, my mom specifically can be a little bit over-supportive and a little bit over-protective, but I understand that it's coming from a good place. is no malicious intent, but, you know, sometimes it can be a little bit annoying. But, you know, later I'll understand where she's coming from and why she was like that, and she's not doing it just to be annoying. So, Noted. Yeah. Well... I think that Kaylin is always telling us that we're always trying to control his life. But I don't think it's a matter of control. It's just that we have ideas and we think, you know. I don't think, I, I, it, I've always said that it feels like you're trying to control my life, but I never, I've never said that you were trying to control my life. I've always said that um, you, you're trying to like push me in that sort of, direction and sometimes it can get a little bit like okay mom like okay. let me let, let me do it myself you know yeah. like i i, I got yeah, it i definitely get you yeah okay so what would be an advice that each of you would give to other parents there that are parenting teenagers on on support and boundaries what would be one piece of advice that you would tell them zachary do you want to go first or should i <laughs> i'll go first so from support just support your child in everything because there's no better feeling than when your parents agree with you and they're willing to give you a helping hand. I can't imagine it, but I've seen it where, you know, children are so super excited to tell their parents something and then their parents just shoot, shoot it down. And like, I have a friend who will be telling me all about his big dreams and whatever. And he's like, oh, it probably won't happen though because of my parents or whatever. Oh. And, you know, it, I just feel bad for him. 
because he, he can't even get past the thought, but he can't even ask his parents yet, but he just knows that they're going to shoot it down. So um, just always support them in everything. And then for the boundaries, obviously, you guys have been around the road already, so you, you know that certain things are bad and we may not necessarily know. So obviously, those type of boundaries that will protect us and allow us to be safe are needed but not boundaries to the point where your child can't experience certain things because everybody needs, everybody needs to experience certain things. That's just how it is. So just have certain boundaries, but not too many towards holding down the child and they're kind of being left behind with the, with the rest of their friends and everything. Okay. That's very reasonable. That's great advice. Sackle. What about you, Kaylin? Yeah, I just, I, I, my, my own was essentially building off of what Zacho said um i find that especially with teenagers they're 80 percent of the time not going to listen to you <laughs> because that's just how we are so if you tell them if you tell them listen this is not a good idea they're gonna be like okay my mom says it's not a good idea but i but i'm i'm gonna do it anyways right because that's just how we are and that's just how we operate. And then once we experience it and say, okay, I learned that this is not a good idea, then that's when we learn it. So I'm saying like within reason, right? There's like, you just have to let your, your kids, your teenagers, your whatever, in my opinion, experience things. And like, and like Zaka was saying, like, just, go through things that they need to go through in order to become the people that will, um, that the, in, in order to become the people that they will be because firsthand experience, like that the teenager experiencing it firsthand is going to be so much more impactful, at least in my own, per- my own personal experience than a parent just saying, just telling you as opposed to like a secondhand experience. Right. Right. I get that. I get that. And, and I know at some point in our lives, Nikki, we want to experience certain things for Absolutely. ourselves. Even if we're told we shouldn't do it, we still wanted to know exactly yeah. what why. it would feel like and why we shouldn't do it and, you know, maybe still do it, even though we're told not to. Right. So we understand that. And, you know, that's just human nature, just trying to find out for ourselves. And that's actually a good thing. Um, I think it's, it's excellent when someone decides that they're going to do something regardless of the consequences as long as you're not hurting yourself obviously or anyone else but you're so determined that you're going to do it regardless of the the, the, the circumstances or the consequences and that determination will probably lead you to greater heights because you would have challenged the boundaries and you would have achieved something that you would not have achieved had you not challenged those boundaries. Again, as long as you're not hurting yourself or hurting anybody else, I think that's a good thing. Because sometimes, too, it happens to me with both boys where I may think they should not go beyond this level. And they'll say, no, mom, we, we're going to go beyond that. And I'm like, no, you shouldn't. But I have to swallow allow them to go beyond that level. And then it actually worked out and worked out pretty well. So it's a lesson for me and a lesson for them too. Of course. You know? Yeah. So, and I think that if you're, if you're reasonable with your boundaries from day one and you're reasonable and you're very supportive to your children, they will understand too what 
their own boundaries are because right. we're not just saying a blanket no on everything so you know you're trying to get out of the box all the time because right, right. giving them a bigger box as my husband would always say instead of right. like this little tiny square and again it comes back to the card as long as you everyone remains centered and balanced mm-hmm. that is good Right, but you remember we won't be we won't be in balance all the time. Right, yes. and that's one of the, that's one of the rules that we will play as parents when you when you kind of fall off balance, we're there to kind of prop you back up and get you, you know, of course, centered again. That's 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 one of the things that I try to do with with the boys. Um, I don't know if I do it well enough. But I think sometimes you may think I don't because it it kind of encroaches on their own um, capabilities sometimes. But the whole the whole idea is trying to keep them centered, focused, balanced. So, so I mean, but you know what? We, as parents, we just keep trying. And I think what's really, really important is like how we're having this discussion now is having constant talks. Of course. Constant discussions, whether it's at the dinner table, whether it's driving to the country, whatever, whatever works, you know. I think constant discussions are really, really, really important. And I always want to hear their, their perspective. Of course. So it can be different from mine. I, I may not have thought of it that way, but it may actually work out. Of course. And we have always been, we have always encouraged the boys to be out-of-the-box thinkers. Just kind of, and in, ironically, we have also encouraged them to kind of push the boundaries a little bit, um, even though that's hard to say and hard to see sometimes. But I think it's it's good to sometimes push those boundaries and always try to think out of the box because that's the only way you're going to discover something new, something new about yourself or something new about the world. Of course. Know? So it, it, it really is. Um, I think it still comes down to the discussions, though. When you have those discussions, it gives us as parents some amount of um, some amount of clarity of what needs to be done. And I think it also allows the, our children to understand that even though I'm going to be pushing this boundary, or I'm going to think out of this box. My parents are still going to be there to support me. And it's very important that we have to know that we learn so much from um, these boys or our children. Oh, yeah, for sure. um, I'm always learning and we're always being schooled by them. I'm sure I've told you about the whole um, there. We have countless conversations about various different things. Right. Um, Thanksgiving or no Thanksgiving the whole he, she, her discussion that I'm still wrapping my head around, but coming to understand it. So, you know, they just have completely different perspectives that are just normal for them. Right, right, right. And I think that's what makes it interesting because there are things that when we were growing up, they were taboo, not spoken about, not, they probably didn't even exist. Right. That are just the norm for them now. So, because we have the constant conversations, they become norm to us too. Right. They're not as, yeah, they're not as, they're not taboo because we're talking about it. And I certainly don't want the boys to feel that um, they live in a bubble. And I want them to, to know that, you know, they, they have to make sure that the world is inclusive. So, you know, we don't discriminate against people for certain things and we try to keep our minds open and, you know, allow people to be who they are of and be accepting of persons and differences and, and so on. So, again, that comes out with conversations. 
Of course. Yeah. So we wanted to talk to them, to you guys, about parenting boys versus girls. Because actually, <laughs> um, we have a lot of conversations about this um, among ourselves between Auntie Misha and I. And it's like, so we always say, boy, we're thankful that we have boys. So one of the big questions about parenting boys versus girls that we wanted to ask you guys was, when you see the girls wearing skimpy clothing, what are your thoughts? And if you were a parent of a girl, how do you think you would approach that? I don't know who wants to take this on first. Go ahead and get this intro, you know, Zeko. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go first. So usually the first thought is if this was my daughter, I'd probably start crying. Because this is just, it's not a good look. I, and just to imagine that, obviously, everybody's a daughter. For every daughter, there's a father. And no father wants to see this because the father knows how the men at that age um, want to act and how they think and everything. So that's the first thing. And um, um, what, what was the second part of the question, Auntie? Just about parenting boys versus girls. Do you think that that's right. a different, yeah. So um, I think that girls may be a little bit more restricted in the, in the way that like if I was a father and my daughter asked me to go to a boy's house at this age, I'd probably say no. Whereas if I asked my mom to go over to my female friend's house or for her to come over at this age, she'd probably say yes. Wait, but, so, so, you, so how, at your age, you wouldn't let your daughter go over to a, man, to a man's house? No. Like our boy's no. house, right? No, no, no. How old are you? 15. Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, probably not until I move out. What? What? <laughs> that's, not, that's not realistic. No, not but realistic. Like, like, every now and, like every now and then, but like maybe if it's like a group meetup, then probably. Okay. Oh, Zacho's going to be a strict daddy, eh? Daddy. Well, it, it depends. We, we'll see when time comes. I can say it now, but we'll see. So the, if I really trust the guy. Anyway. You have to interview him and all of that. Anyway, so yeah, okay. I have my, you know, I have I put on a tough guy face. Um, yeah. Um, when it comes to the clothes thing, oh boy, how do I say this without getting in trouble? Um, I believe that there's, I would say that there's certain things that under my house and under my rules that I do not feel comfortable with you going out in. There's certain attire that whilst it is on demand to keep himself in check. And if you are, and if you are sexualizing my daughter, that's your, that's your thing. Like it's on you. It's on you. And if you touch my daughter, then we have a problem. Um, now, if you even look at my daughter, then we have a problem. <laughs> but what my daughter wears is, is her thing is her business and like her, her choice. So long as it doesn't, so long as it meets certain parameters, like you're not going to leave the house. Oh, like yeah. some spot up shots or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like super, super certain small things that are like, a bit too far. Like, like it's when it, when it's just like egregious, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, so I would, I think I would, I would give a, a certain boundary there, but because like girls are going to like, if you, 
if you tell a girl you can't wear this, right? You can't, you cannot leave the house like this. You really don't think that they're just stuffing that in their bag and, and yeah, they will find a way. They will find a way. Okay, but like, let, but what? But let me ask you a question. As a teenage boy, are you attracted to girls that wear the skimpier clothes or the or are they what you think? So this all is the girls, all the girls at this age wear the skimpier clothes. Not all the girls, I would say. But, but I think age. I think they can wear skimpy clothes, but still be tasteful. Um, I think it's how it's. I think it's how it's. it's, it's it, it it has a lot to do with the body type and how they present themselves. I mean, as it, as they call it, small up shorts. I mean, you know, it, it. I'm not agreeing with the small up shorts, but and and whatever else hanging out according to Kalon, but you know it's really <laughs> how you it's really how you choose to to present yourself i think is is important um let me put think, it in a different way do you think any less of girls depending on what they w- are wearing um as long as it's not too bad no not as and if i know the person then no okay but it would be a little bit harder to judge if i don't know the person at all i'm just seeing them Okay. Um, no, if it's nothing too bad, just like mom said, you know, nothing out of the world, out of this world that no one this age should be wearing. So you like it, so it can be a little sexy, but not, <laughs> not stripper sexy. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think I, I, I look at anyone any less because of what they're wearing. As like Zach said, as long as it's not, you're not walking around in like one Next line. Thing one line right um i mean and then even then i'm just kind of like wow that's, yeah yeah that's, i'll, I'll be more starstruck than yeah, yeah i'm just like okay that's that's kind of out of pocket but yeah. um but then i kind of just go about my business i'm not like oh she's a she's a whore yeah yeah you know what yeah. i mean like, but you I, don't yeah. think wow that girl looks hot well yeah of course i think wow that girl looks hot but i'm like so that's why girls do it i'm just saying i mean yeah but ooh, that you're going to get in trouble. You're going to get in trouble with that one, mommy. Um, but yeah. I well, truthfully, I've always been under the "you're only young once" is what I believe. For real, right? And I've going, always going been sag eventually. Might as well use it. Thanks, thanks, Kaylan. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay. We're, we're taking notes here. Should we take notes, Nikki? Oh my god! I think we should be taking notes. Okay, but I always say you got it, you flaunt it, right? Yeah, so. go for it. But tastefully, yeah. I agree, tastefully. Listen. But I don't think I don't think I think everybody should um, be bold enough to to wear what they think looks best on them and and just rock it. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think that. You know, if you're 15, 16, 17, you must dress like a granny. No, I don't think so. Right. And Kellen is right. There's going to come a time when you can't dress like that, or you shouldn't, and it or it certainly won't look the same anyway. So you know, it. enjoy it exactly when you can. Why not? Because right. if I could wear if I could wear that one line, no, I I, I would, but I obviously I can't. You know, so it, it's uh-huh. those days are done. It, it's I, I can I no never longer. I those done. days. I don't. Know <laughs> I, think that, I think that no matter. Okay, look. My daughter, my, I might feel a little bit differently about this. But when it comes to everybody else, like, just wear what you want, right? I mean, 
just like like is it really motto at the end of the day like you guys you guys say tastefully right which if somebody really wants to, to like wear that one line out somewhere wear that one line out somewhere right even to meet your parents not well i wouldn't be bringing you home to meet my parents if you're okay. going to wear one line but that's not to say that you can't do it that just means that i won't i won't be wife in you and that way if you want to do that and you want to find somebody that can wife you like that go ahead nobody gonna stop you okay that's your business agreed agreed but when we said taste, when i said tastefully i meant in terms of you know bringing her home oh, oh okay bringing her home <laughs> that's a whole different thing right Kayla? well yes bringing her that's home a whole not a thing anyhow so let's move on to now the bane of your parents existence What's that? Social media. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so social media is a whole new ball game now. And I admit that um, we are caught up in it too as parents. I think everybody's caught up in social media. We don't have a choice, really. Um, it's, it's, it's a part of our lives. Right. So much happens on social media. The good, the bad, and the ugly, the indifferent. So much happens on social media. I, I can't remember what it was like prior to social media and a lot of good happens on social media but like it anything else too much of anything isn't good um and how you choose to present yourself on social media of course is very important and you can the good thing is you can you have control over what you put on and you have control over what you take off right and, and what yeah something what you put on what you choose uh, to post you have control over that and you have control over who you follow what you look at you know whatever you take in you know, so a lot rests with us. Um, and I think we have to put a lot of trust in our boys because I've never checked Zachary's phone to see what he's looking at. Um, and I'm not going to start doing that. I never did it with JP either because I trust them. Yes, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I trust the boys. And we've had many co- conversations about what's inappropriate, what is appropriate. What is put out there in, in black and white, you can never take it away. Once it's of once you press send or whatever, that's it. So I've always told him, you know, just be very, very careful with what you choose to put out there because once it goes out, that's it. No negative photos. Yeah, and unfortunately, even with job applications now, they're checking your Instagram page and your Facebook page and, 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 and on all those pages to see what you have been putting out over the years. Of course, Back in our time that, you know, we didn't have that. But that's the, the reality is social media is very much a part of our lives now. But we, have a, we had a question or a question to you was, to both of you is, you know, what do you think is appropriate to be posting on social media? That's a very big question, a very wide uh, question. Across, like, for, for, for us personally. In, as, as teens, as, as, as teen, teen, as young men. No, it's like, are you saying in your age group? Okay, um, for me, I'll start. For me, the only I can only talk for myself, I don't really know, I can't really do it as wide, right? But mainly, just for me, the the, the most I'll post is whatever I think looks good that is that will hurt my that'll hurt my image because, like mom said. It may not affect you now. Nobody will pay any attention now. But in five, you know, seven years from now, when you're applying for a job and they check it and they see it and they're saying, this is so horrible. So as long as it's nothing bad to that point, 
um or nothing bad with that like my mom asked to take it down then i won't post it okay and if it's just some, if it's just something i like then i'll just post it that sounds like good solid advice what about you kaylin um in terms of what is able to be posted or like what do you feel comfortable I with think, I think actually i think zacko what zacko's answer is like pretty solid why don't i ask you another question what would be some advice that you would give teenagers because as you know it's a big thing that you talk about a lot on your podcast is the mental health of teenagers and i think social media contributes a lot to that mm-hmm. how what would be some advice that you would give other teenagers or parents of teenagers of how to manage their social media consumption and manage their mental health how to manage their kids or like for like teenagers themselves for teenagers um limit the amount of comparison that you draw from like these influencers or even your friends because i find that social media is like one big competition and it's just one big um it's just one big thing of who can go out more and who can party more and like who can look better and like blah 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 and i find that comparison takes away a lot of the joy that you can feel for yourself and feel and like your your own pride in yourself and like accomplishments that you feel and so i would say that look at look at social media sparingly and look at in a at it in a, in a light of oh that's nice and then move on um the more you dwell on and it's like it's a lot easier said than done obviously right. mm-hmm. you can't just be like don't compare but um if you can work on it which i believe that everybody can don't try 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 your best not to compare yourself to things that you see on social media because social media is like watching a highlight reel as opposed to game film if you know what that means like as opposed to watching the entire game play out you're just watching the best moments of the game okay okay so that's yeah. good advice for sure but yeah for sure and that's the thing with social media um a lot of times I will scroll through and I realize that what's posted, as, as Kaylin says, is just a part of it. You don't, you don't get the, the behind the scenes. Of course. Um, and I think even for me as an adult, as a, and, and I'm sure with, with the teenagers and young adults, you can get caught up in the lives of people because they post every darn thing and you get caught up in their lives not realizing that you don't know the behind the scenes you don't know how they got to this point and they try to make everything look perfect well one thing that yeah it's not not necessarily perfect right one thing that i have learned is that when you come across a social media post that triggers you Mm -hmm. it's like ah you have to really think about why is that post triggering you and reframe it and let it more push you or expand you to want to either better yourself or go after a goal or do something that you've been wanting to do. So, so put a positive spin on it. Exactly. Reframe it in a way. If it's like annoying you and I really try and say, why is this annoying me? You know, type mm-hmm. of thing. Anyhow, I think we're losing them, Mish. So we have one more question. Okay. What's that question, Nikki? Go ahead. We want to know what the perfect day in the life of a teenager 
would be for you? Who wants to go first? Not it. <laughs> so the perfect day, the perfect day obviously starts from when I'm waking up. I'd want to wake up. I want to sleep in, but not sleep into the point where you don't want to get up too late and just feel disappointed in yourself. So I want to sleep into the point where it's still early enough, but not late enough for me to be like, wow, that's really like a, a bum time to wake up. It's okay. like 9 30, yeah. 10. Like 9.30. 9.30 is a solid time. Okay. So I'll I'll come downstairs, have my ideal breakfast, which is, um, I'd probably just say eggs. Okay. Just regular eggs. Um, They're already ready for me. And then I would, what would I do after that? I would drive, I'll get in my car, and I'll drive around. I would drive down anywhere, just drive around. Just to drive around would be fun. And then I'd come back by about, let's say now it's 2.30, and ride my quad to Hollywell. No, right, and then past Hollywell, which is nice to like eat, eat lunch at Hollywell, because there's a cafe there. And then ride past Hollywell and go up to this place named Clydesdale, where they have a nice river. So you know, go in the river, relax you know it's a really nice river and then come back down to the house play some fifa and go to bed that sounds like a good sounds like a good day <laughs> that sounds like a regular saturday or sunday to me perfect day for me yeah okay what about you so Karen? are we talking like ideal ordinary day or like just your perfect day whatever you like think best in the world so I wake up at nine because I agree with Zacho. I think nine is the best time to wake up. Um, I open my window to the sun. Sun beams in on my face. Do my stretches. Look out over the hills of Tuscany in Italy. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, this is great. I go, I go downstairs, drink my coffee and my, and my orange juice. Eat a nice, nice breakfast, eggs, potatoes, sausage. Nice, nice breakfast. And then I go and, you know, I go out and I, I want to do like some sort of physical activity, like play a sport, something along those lines. Okay. Right. Get me going, get blood pumping, come back. And I do this like all morning. Right. Come back, take a shower, eat a nice Italian lunch, something nice, something nice. Excellent pizza. Yeah. And then I'd call, I'd call my friends and I'd be like, hey, guys, um, in your, come over to your villas, which are right next to mine because we have villas like this. Right? Like own villas, so we have our own space, but we can still, we can still hang out. Right? So they come over and, you know, just chilling, you know, doing, chop, chopping it up, you know. And then we go out, we get some food. Hit the hit hit the night roads, get some like I don't know, some like nice food, like a night like a nice food, but not too expensive food, you know, like a nice food, like a like a little hole in the wall joint. Right, right, right. Yeah, and we all sit around and we're like, "Yo, we should go out." So we'll go out, call up some girls, say, "Yo, we're going out." <laughs> um, you know, have a have a good night, lit crazy movie, 
Nej, jag kan inte det. Just, just have fun and then like just drive around at like 3 a.m. listening to Frank Ocean and Daniel Caesar with like a pretty girl and then go home. Okay. That would be it. This is a teenage day's life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Must be a Justin Bieber day. Listen, you said no, no boundaries. No limits. Extreme day. I think I want to be a teenager. Yes, for sure. Anyhow, thank you, boys, very much for putting up with us and being here. So, just before we go, can you tell us again about Zacho about your shop and where people can find you? So, uh, my shop is at shop eight seven six ltd on Instagram, Perfect. and. And that's on all social medias, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Those are all the social medias we're on. Same name across the board, Shop876LTD. And um, Does that stand for limited? Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> so um, our services include selling items, buying items. So if you have something, if you have something that you would like to sell to us, we can we will buy it off for you and resell it. If it's in the right condition, because we have a standard. Okay. And then we can source items for you. So if you have something that you can't find here, we'll find it for you. And then we have a um selling items for you. So if you want to sell, if you want to sell something, but you don't actually want to sell it, um, or we may have been in a position to buy it directly from you, we can sell it for you and find the right buyer for you. Okay, perfect. And we take a small commission off of that. Okay, very of small. <laughs> very small. What about you? Um, yes, I am the one of the hosts of Contemplations, the podcast. Podcasting runs in our family, apparently. Um, and yeah, we just talk about all things teenager and our perspectives on life and in general. And if you want a nice place to chill, we have a really good community, really fun time. So yeah. So where is that community found? Uh, well, you can always message us on Instagram, and we also have a Discord that we can join. If you go to Contemplations Podcast on Instagram, there we have a link tree to all our different stuff, and we have a Discord that you can join and talk and talk to us. And what is your Instagram handle? Contemplations Podcast. Okay, there we go. And Kaylin, I've been listening to the podcast. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you, Kaylin and Zacho. And um, we'll see. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends. Yeah, this has been fun. It wasn't too bad, guys, was it? We made it. No, it was good. It was interesting. Interesting. Oh, Zach says do it again. Yay. Oh, okay. All right. And then why you got up so fast? (laughs) Bye. 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 Thanks for tuning in to this episode of What the 50. Please show your love and encouragement by sharing, subscribing, and leaving a review wherever you're listening. And don't forget to like and follow us on Instagram. And please join our active Facebook group at what.the50.